friends. Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, the show where we try to help you, the IT professional, the computer repair shop, or the managed service provider, how to run your business better, smarter, and faster. Today, we are continuing our summer series with ConnectWise, where we are talking to all the Pitch It contestants. And as per usual, I have with me the man of summer, Sean, the rubber ducky lardo in the house. Sean, how are you? I am doing fantastic, Marvin. How are you today, sir? <laughs> what was that? What were you doing a Van Halen air guitar there? Or what was I, that? I was getting now. I was like, kind of like a whip, like, whoosh, like here comes the rubber ducky, right? And um, I'm sorry, but rubber I, duckies don't whip. Well, I, well, it just got me excited. I don't know. <laughs> I really didn't know what they really do, essentially, you know. And the rubber duck himself, he was a trucker. And the man is some, I don't know where to go with it. So I just got excited. Okay. Well, we'll just go with that. So, <laughs> just, you know, I just got excited. I, I like to, I like to really become one with my character and I don't know how to do so. Um, I'm working on it. All right. We'll, we'll have to figure that out before November uh, when we meet at IT Nation. So before we get there, though, we are continuing interviewing all of the contestants if that's what you're calling them, all the emerging vendors that are part of yeah. this year's Pitch It program. But as we always do, because there are probably some new listeners just listening to this vendor in particular, let's explain to the listeners what Pitch It is. Sure. So Pitch It is a, it is a Shark Tank-like competition that's five years in the running sponsored by ConnectWise. The goal behind it is to find emerging vendors that are startups that are going to be complementary to the ConnectWise ecosystem, most importantly, be able to uh, support the mission of the MSPs. Okay. So in the end, though, as I mentioned, this is a shark like shark tank-like competition. So they are all going through a program where they're being educated each week. And right now they're all trying to prepare for the preliminaries that take place next month, the end of the month, live on Matt Sullivan's channel program. Uh, we have three days of live pitches taking place for 26 vendors, and they're all trying to become one of three finalists to be able to go to IT Nation Connect in November. If they do become one of those three, they will be, uh, they do get free booth space. That's their first victory already, first prize they get. Once they're at the conference, they will be competing live on stage for the grand prize of $70,000 or second place, $30,000. And third place, well, Marv, that's your show. That is going to be a very special dollar store set of steak knives. Thank you. That is correct. Hand selected. Yes. By Marvin himself. Yes. I myself will be going to the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Hey, that's yes, a big deal, you man. You, I probably should get ConnectWise to pay for like a video crew to go with me and <laughs> show the selection process. <laughs> This of the dollar store knives. It probably is two sets. <laughs> all right. So, oh um, all right. And then you've got a little battle royale before that. So that's how they're going to yep. be pared down. Uh, what yep. dates are those, Sean? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. You know what? That's a great question. Well, yes, I do actually remember. <laughs> As I mentioned before, it's going to be at the towards the tail end of August. So you're, we're talking August 24th, 29th, and 31st. There we go. Nailed yes. it. Yes. And we will be making the announcement of the three finalists within the first two weeks of September. There's a lot of there's a lot of work that goes into it. Um, that it requires literally 
almost a day long meeting to discuss everything. You know, I just just say you've got to count ballots and hang in chads and all that stuff. Will work well, right, and as you've seen how that itself. works, yeah, it'll the work. Ballot itself. counting is a lot, yeah. as you've seen before. There, there would definitely probably be somebody asking for a recall, and and we'll probably go. I think today's yeah. vendor might be somebody that if they don't win, may ask for that. So why don't we get to who our vendor yes. today is? So today, uh, no stranger to the channel. He's been in it for four or five decades now, um, but really looking good for his age and actually maintaining pace. You see him everywhere. And I'm and I'm saying this impressively that you see him literally on the road all the time. Not sure how he does it at his age. Um, but uh, yeah, let me just get right to this. It's the channel chief for data stream. It is Larry Metter. What's up, dude? Hey, dude. What's going on, man? <laughs> Love and life. How about you? I'm good. Uncle Marv, how you doing, man? I am good, sir. Uncle Lair. I'm hanging in there myself, except for, you know, Mr. Lardo over here and his incessant uh, comedy skills or lack thereof. Why don't we do this? Let's just just go ahead and and get that out of the way. Sean, thank you for the introduction. Let's (laughs) move aside so we can. (laughs) can You know what? You're welcome and enjoy. Good luck, Larry. (laughs) Thank you, Sean. Uh, Larry, so, uh, I would say finally glad to have you on the show, but we're working on another one down the road. So we are that we are that it is good to be here. Good to be seen, be heard all that fun stuff. And I have seen you out on the road many times as Sean alluded to, but we are here to talk about data stream and why don't I let you do the honors of telling us who is DataStream and what do they do? Absolutely. I'm more than happy to do that. So yeah, I'm channel chief with DataStream Insurance. And DataStream is a specialty cyber insurance only broker. And we have over 40 different carriers within our portfolio. And if you're looking for workers' comp insurance or you know, commercial general liability, business owner policy, we can't help you. But if you're looking for cyber insurance, we definitely can help you. We actually, we work with MSPs. Our our core focus is going and uh, partnering with the MSPs, the MSSPs to help them get their clients, the SMB sector insured. Because in turn, not only does it help the, the, the client, but it's also helping the MSP or the MSSP as well in reducing their liability. We can also help MSPs get cyber insurance as well as tech ENO. But again, Marvin, that's not our core focus. The core focus is really on those SMBs. And that's, you know, again, done through a partnership with the MSPs simply because, you know, insurance is a much different beast than most people are used to dealing with. You got to be licensed uh, to sell insurance, to talk in depth about insurance. And MSBs are the the busiest people I've ever met. And the last thing I think they want to do is go out there and take an insurance licensing certification exam. So that's why they would partner with us is just use us for that resource where they can refer their customers and then we can help take care of their customers and report back to the MSB. All right, so let's do a little bit of clarification. First of all, you are correct. We, and I say me as in the we, (laughs) I am not going to go out and try to do stuff with insurance. I need people that can help me with that. Now, when you say DataStream helps with that, you're not saying that you guys provide the insurance, correct? 
Not yet. Right now, we're just a broker, but we've tried to make this process much easier for your customers and easier for you as well. Number one, for the customer, we've got a universal application. And actually, we now have the first universal collaborative application where that customer comes out and fills out the application once. And then when I say collaborative, you know, they'll fill in their financials and employee account and all of that good stuff. But when it comes to their security posture, if they don't know it, they can invite you, their MSP, to come just access that part of the application. So Marvin, you could go in there, you could fill out, you know, Bob's Auto Shop. This is the security posture he's got in place, you know, check all that stuff off. Then you send it back, you know, electronically. It's just done on online. Uh, send a notification back to the customer, say, hey, I've done my part. They go in there, they verify it, and then they send the application off to us. And they fill it out one time, and then we can provide, you know, literally, if, if there was 40 carriers that want to, to quote on this customer, we can provide 40 quotes. But typically, you know, it's usually somewhere between three to maybe 10 carriers that want to quote. So we'll line up all the quotes together. And we'll explain all those quotes to the customers so that they understand exactly what they're getting. We'll make a recommendation as to which policy looks best for that particular business. Um, of course, the customer can always choose what they want, but we'll still make all these recommendations just to make sure that they're adequately covered. And then for the MSP, what it does is just it, it saves you time. It gets these insurance applications questionnaires, which you know we've seen hit 20 and 30 pages long. It gets them off of your desk so that you don't have to fill them out. And you know, if you are filling those out, by the way, yeah, you're taking on some liability by doing that. So, whereas with our application, once you fill it out, it goes back to the customer so that they have to verify and attest that everything that you've said is true, and then they submit it into us, and we take care of it from there. So, the question I'm going to ask you might be a little a roundabout way uh, in terms of the providers that are out there. I know that there are other brokers out there, but we are now seeing a lot of companies go directly to our customers. Mm -hmm. So what is the benefit of us being able to come in and say, hey, you need to check out DataStream as opposed to looking at another broker or other companies in that sense? I'm glad you asked because, you know, we we have the advantage. Our parent company is a company called Envelop Risk out of the UK. They are the world's third largest cyber reinsurance company. And Uncle Marv, I'm, I'm a channel guy. I'm not an insurance guy. I've been in the channel for 20 years. I've been in cyber insurance now for about 18 months. Um, I didn't know what a reinsurance company was before I started here. So for those that are listening that might not know, a reinsurance company is that insurance company that's insuring all of the other carriers out there. So what that means is we have access to a lot of data that other companies don't have access to. Matter of fact, we have access to about all uh, to about 90% of North America for all claims and policies written over the past 5 or 6 years. Why that's important is under the hood, we're a data science company. We've got several uh, yeah, when these guys are are super smart, but they came from the aerospace industry. Their PhDs in quantum computing, quantum physics, all of that good stuff. And, you know, they they were doing all types of great stuff in the aerospace industry for the Department of Defense. But they said, what's another industry that we could get involved in that needs some help? 
And they all kind of honed in on cyber insurance and said, you know, it's it's in its infancy as far as an insurance product is concerned. And one of the biggest problems is right now there's not a whole lot of actuarial data out there, which is needed to kind of help establish risk and all of that good stuff. So that's what these guys are doing. They're using AI and machine learning to drill into this data so that we can create better products as well as we've developed tools for the MSPs that help you kind of get in front of the process. Because just imagine if one of your customers went out there and we've seen it happen many times, customer kind of, you know, it goes rogue, they go out and apply for cyber insurance. And all of a sudden that cyber insurance carrier raises some red flags and that customer comes back to you and says, Hey, wait a second, man, why am I paying you all this money? When this carrier says I got some problems, we run the same type of scan up front so we can help you identify what the carriers are going to be seeing and what they may question so it kind of helps you better prepare your customer. And not only that, you know, cyber insurance really is driving cybersecurity technology spend and it's accelerating cybersecurity technology spend because these days, you know, certain vendors require you to have cyber insurance. Many lenders require you to have cyber insurance now. So we're about helping you guys, the MSPs, get in front of the process and help you educate your customers on the importance of cyber insurance. And ultimately, we're talking about helping make the customers cyber resilient. Right. Now, over the last, I don't know, 18 months or so for previous customers that had cyber liability insurance, went to go renew, found out the rates have gone up significantly. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the common misconceptions that, you know, you mentioned that there wasn't a lot of actuarial data around this. So I think companies are having to kind of restructure what they're really covering. So what are some of the things that you can tell, you know, in terms of misconceptions that, you know, have made this change over the last 18 to 24 months? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I was saying earlier, cyber insurance, when compared to all other insurance lines is really in its infancy. It really only kind of came into play in the late 90s, 1997 to be exact. And it has grown significantly since then. But what we saw happening right just prior to the pandemic is it started getting a heck of a lot more popular. And all of a sudden, all these different insurance carriers are like, hey, there's a new insurance line that we can go make some money on. Let's dive into it and let's price our premiums out there. Let's make it uh, aggressively priced and attractively priced. And so they did. And these carriers did not understand that cyber insurance and cybersecurity is a whole different ball of wax. And so they jumped in and, you know, I know it's shocking to everyone, but, you know, insurance companies are in business to make money. Um, so when they jump into this cyber product, didn't understand it, and all of a sudden the ransomware claims started coming in during the pandemic and, and post-pandemic, a lot of these guys lost the shirt off their back. And they just said, oh, time out. I don't think we want to play in this space anymore because maybe we don't have a really good understanding of it. And so many of the carriers kind of pulled back, which kind of forced all of the premiums to yeah, increase significantly. Now, the good news is what we have seen for the first six months of this year 
is a little bit of a, a stabilization, maybe even a little bit of softening in the premiums. We're seeing things kind of come back down a little bit. Um, so we're, we're, we're hopeful that things will kind of continue in that trend, but obviously there's no crystal ball that's going to tell us exactly what's going to happen over the next six to 12 months. But, you know, we have seen a little bit of a softening going on for the past six months, and we're hopeful that that will continue. And, you know, carriers themselves are getting a lot smarter about cyber insurance, and they're putting certain uh, requirements in place that customers need to have. Because basically the carriers are kind of saying, hey, look, we're going we're gonna to insure you, but you're going to help share some of the risk and you're going to take some precautions to reduce your risk on the front side of things. All right. Well, Lair, we're not going to be able to get into everything in this you know, short amount of time. So I do want to obviously wish you good luck on the road and march to Orlando, which yes. I'm sure I will see you there. Now, you guys have been all over the place. I've seen you. Uh, I won't mention some of the other stuff here, but being a part of this pitch it program as an emerging vendor, uh, how does it feel? And what do you think your chances are coming into November? You know, it, it, it feels great to be aligned with, you know, there's such great competition out there this year. So many good companies, many of them friends of mine, um, and I'm honored to be able to, you know, share a venue with them through the webinars and stuff like that. Um, and so I wish everyone luck. But you know, I feel I feel pretty confident because I think we've got a really good story to tell, and I do think we're we've kind of established ourselves. I at least I hope we've established ourselves as kind of the market leader uh, in cyber insurance right now. And it it's interesting, Marv. You know, this is the first time I've I've not really had anything to sell to MSPs except a partnership. We just want them to use us as their resource. We want them to refer their customers so that we can help their customers get insured. So, I, you know, we've got a very unique value proposition that adds value to the MSPs. So, you know, with the, don't ever want to sound uh, cocky, but I do want to sound confident. I do feel pretty good about our chances uh heading into november all right well don't let sean hear you say that he may have i know a finger he'll to bust say. me down <laughs> all right so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen larry metter with data stream insurance datastreaminsurance.com check it out in the show notes and we will see them in orlando this november at it nation larry i'm sure i'll see you before then we've got a bourbon absolutely to finish somewhere along the way don't we <laughs> oh i'd love to Love to. Thank you, sir. All right, folks. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back with another Pitch It program and more of the IT Business program soon. Until then, holla.